What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to this episode of Split Screen D&D, the place where we are attacking all things Dungeons & Dragons from both sides of the screen. Look at that. I, I attacked the mic for those of you who didn't see crap. that. Crap. That was no fewer than four attacks. Yeah, so. So I almost action surged. I held back. All right, good on you. Good Thanks. on you. Thanks. My name's Tom Quinn, resident dungeon master here at Modern Myth. And I'm Josh Winans, resident player character here at Modern Myth. Well... Yeah. So, I know this this uh, this question has been batted around once or twice around the good old internet. But I think, hey, we we like talking about D and D, so let's tackle this subject. You know, sometimes you just you you, you need to figure out where your morals are, and in D and D, you got to figure out who you are. And the common, uh oh, you know, okay, I think yeah, I know where you know this is going. going. The common place most people go to is good old alignment. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it'd be interesting to see, like, uh, okay, I, we have some maybe differing opinions on that. About I line. think that we do. But before we get into those differing opinions, Segway. I'm going to keep this super short and sweet. You guys are crushing it at home. Keep on hitting that like. Keep on hitting that subscribe. Crush that little bell because it's going to be like jingle. You, we're doing more stuff that you want to check out. That's the way you're going to keep up with us. Uh, and if you're uh, wanting to support more content just like this, mm -hmm. the Rakish Rovers campaign, DM in the PM, uh, jump on over to patreon.com slash modern myth. Thank you guys so much for all the uh, ongoing support. And yeah. right back to this guy. He's about to, uh, in in a just abject failure uh, of a display. This is going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> Explain to me why alignment is uh, an important element in Dungeons and Dragons. I don't understand how it's, it's not. How do you? No, I, 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 am I'm, I'm ribbing you right now, but I'm yeah. fully prepared to hear your your points on why it might be important. I okay. do think the system is inherently flawed. But okay, let's let's see what we can redeem. Well, it. And, well, let's and yeah, so let's ex let's explore the space the space together. So, as a character, I actually do find so. Those we play fifth edition. There's no exploration. Sorry, dude. But, oh, God damn, you're right. Sorry, bro. Yeah, Ranger. We can go fuck fight yourself. or we can talk. That, yeah. Those are your options. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, let's explore it together. with some fire today. Let's explore it. I'm feeling <laughs> a little spicy. So those of you who don't know, which I can't believe anyone who listens to this small channel in D&D doesn't know, but the alignment system is like, the, we're talking about the lawful, uh, neutral, chaotic, evil, neutral, good. Yeah. That whole thing. Look look at like two D&D &D memes and you've seen it. Like yeah, I was about to say. Basically, yeah. you're How there. many of you seen like the different, like Captain Picard is blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we have all yeah. seen it. But like... Over overwhelmingly, by the way, in the comments, uh -huh. uh, Kirk is beating the absolute tar out of Picard. I've never been disappointed in you yet, you wonderful people. But how in the world could you ever think that Kirk, Kirk, you, dude, you, you are throwing fuel on a fire that we don't need burning? Oh, I will. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm rather passionate. I probably about this. shouldn't have even brought. No, it. you I shouldn't have. I don't have near the dog in the fight. Oh, do, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Right, Picard well, is way we'll, better. We'll pretend Picard is in, in the top, just so Josh can maintain his sanity for this episode. <laughs> Man, really? Uh, I'm not sure that there isn't another contestant in the race that isn't beating Picard right now. <laughs> now, there's not that many people participating. Okay, yeah, and I do okay. like Picard, but anyway. Yeah, anyway, all right, we'll, let's go. we'll get let's, off Star Trek Next go. Generation. Well, as start, long yeah. as we mention it every episode, the comments are going to be rife 
with uh, with feedback. No, so. I did. I did read one that said the Orville. I need to check that out, and I haven't checked it out yet. Mm. The second Farland. So I will check that out. Um, but anyway, um, going back to the alignment, I think there's a true value to that system. Okay. I think it's a as a player character. Uh, I and uh, so where I got my start was 4E. So I don't know how it was handled in previous editions. Uh, but for, uh, even in 4E, it wasn't too big a deal. And 5E, I don't think it's 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 guidelines. You know, well, it's more. I mean, it holds virtually no hard implications. Yes. But to to just fill in that gap, yeah, is I would say probably the biggest way. I mean, I still think there's a lot of players who think about. Uh, alignment as as kind of their moral code and yes. and and i have i'm not grappling with that notion at all um but i would say one of the biggest implications was flat out uh limitations based on your alignment for like certain certain classes that kind of thing. yeah that require a an, an alignment in order to a certain alignment in order to engage with a uh, a certain class. Just out but, of curiosity, uh, was there anyone besides Paladin that had to have an alignment? Can you think of anything? Um, I don't mean my, I, I think I think the short answer is yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, I'd have to see. I, what I do know is that there are mad old school cats uh, in our uh, subscriber base. And, I man, I'm enjoying so much engaging with them in the comments. Uh, because I am failing Josh right now, uh, if you guys have the other list, otherwise I'll 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 bust out my uh, my OSR books for Josh, and we'll sort this out after the fact. But right, right, right. Uh, but but the long and short of it was effectively that that alignment really was a tangible part of your character. I mean, mm -hmm. it really it really did govern. And I think it's interest. It's a bit of an interesting inversion between old school and new school mm -hmm. because. Old school, so much about your character was being told at the table. Okay. Alignment kind of was the exception to that. You've already decided ahead of time how your character thinks and feels, morally speaking. In 5th edition, it's almost the exact opposite. You decide so many things about your character before session one has even happened. You bring right. a multi-page backstory but we've kind of done away with the alignment. Like who knows what you're going to do. And now you may as a character be thinking you have your own moral code or right, compass. Right. Um, Which I think but you have important. not made a hard decision on that in, in terms of like, I've marked it down on my sheet. I am lawful good. And anything that isn't lawful or good, I must object. Yes, to. It's, it's not a hard and fast rule. I don't think, which uh, brings an interesting. Uh, again, I'm sorry to, to to put you on the spot so much. So I'm a, a you know old school paladin. What happens if I make my decision that's not lawful good? Well, I would say to some extent that's probably a table by table basis. Okay. Um, I mean, I've seen DM, and to me, this is something that leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. I've seen DMs flat out say. You can't do that. that. That's not something your character would do. You're whatever. I think the better adjudication is you're beginning to slide there, bud. Like you might lose all the sweet, sweet powers that you've you got. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or or just like you know, you're you are you're sliding towards oh. and uh, and again in fifth edition because your abilities are not linked to your alignment mm -hmm. whatsoever. It's purely a narrative. Thing really like right. you know as you slide towards good or evil um 
but it's it's just the deal where and I would like I said this this is a space because I I really do think uh every DM is going to to kind of adjudicate right. moral decisions and what they mean in the context of a character's alignment um but in terms of designing your character the question really would be you chose that alignment why are you why aren't you adhering to it you well, chose the, you know what I mean like that see, I think that flies in the face of everything that is fifth edition. Uh, yeah, that's that exactly. That's exactly what it is. Uh, and I guess that it becomes uh, and kind of maybe I'm just summing up what we just talked about is alignment in old school is a me mechanic, and alignment in five e or new school is more of a narrative. Yeah. Well, I, and yeah, definitely a mechanic in the sense that you had spells like detect evil. Uh, you know that you could only you, cast if you're a good alignment. Um, I'm sorry. I, again, I know I'm putting you no. On the spot. I, you know that I'm not. I'm not positive about if there was that uh, requirement. Okay. But let's say you walked into a tavern and you're looking for, you know, you're looking for uh, an underling of some big bad. What a potent spell to oh. be able to go detect evil. And you're looking around and you go like, that guy's got a big signature. Let's follow him up. Cool. What yeah. what a cool way for players to utilize their abilities to yeah. to to engage in that space. Um, that spell feels a lot less potent it in was. a world where things aren't inherently good or inherently evil. Right. The way that, you know, and, yeah. and to some extent, I think, uh, I'm, I am not a, uh, postmodern, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a, a, a postmodern, uh, fanboy by any means, yeah. but I kind of think morality has gotten the postmodernism treatment in newer editions. Now, I I would stand by the idea that I think morality is far more gray mm -hmm. than purely black and white, but I I also think that to to suggest that there aren't objectively evil and objectively good things right. is also a, a bit ludicrous. Yeah, so. yeah. So it sounds like uh, again this uh, that the old school it's it's much more the black and white. You're either good or you're evil. You are. I just think you are what you've decided you are yeah. rather than what you, what you paint yourself to be on a session by session basis. Right. Um, and, and to depart from that does have mechanical implications. Whereas fifth edition, I think it has more narrative implications. Right. Uh, than, than I mean, virtually no mechanical implications save, yeah. save maybe the oath breaker, but you're literally just choosing that. Right. Like, right. Right. And I don't, I don't like that as much. Uh, depending on like if you're doing things like if you have an evil patron and you're doing all good things, well, maybe your evil patron doesn't like that as much. Talk no. about warlock. Yeah, no, no doubt. But and that is also that's you now you're going into homebrew. That's not rules as written. Yeah, I don't think there's any rules that inherently say like, hey, by the way, if you don't do what your patron, your says. patron's gonna yank it. But it's like as a DM, I can't even think what what other response do you have if your patron is going like. You know, hey, remember you're supposed to do some good, and you're like literally sawing someone's head off. Like, I'll be with you in a minute. Right, just, right, right. And right. you go like, okay, I I think I'm gonna start revoking some of some of your abilities. Okay. But again, that's that's purely DM level adjudication. Yeah, that's and a... um, and so I, to me, that's kind of the one. I don't like the idea of. Uh, I I. I, to some extent, agree with the criticism that you shouldn't have 
five levels worth of content that have occurred with your character if you're a level one character, like as your backstory. Mm, yes. Let yep. that play out at the table. Uh, I would say the same thing about morality. No, no, I actually I think that you had a you had a substantial backstory, but yes. I think you also built into your backstory a definitive reason why you were a broken man at the start of the campaign, right, even though right. you had, you know, you were a proficient soldier by all rights. You should have been starting the campaign as a level three fighter or something right, like right, that. Right. But because you were a paladin, you were the, the torture and your time as a slave in the underdark ultimately laid the ground right. for you to kind of be reborn as a level one and kind of moving back through that. I don't see any reason why the same argument doesn't hold true for your morality should your your alignment I should say should be on display every session. Okay. Uh well yeah because I mean if you're making decisions usually most of us make decisions based on the morality, right? 100%. But I I also think that I mean there are so many phenomenal characters who I think we relate to so well because their moral compass has shifted. You know, characters that start as good characters and this. become the villain. Characters that start as villains and become the hero. Right. Characters that, and, and Redemption stories. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's something compelling about that. Mm -hmm. And I think that every session should be an opportunity for this. This doesn't just apply to player characters. Right. For any entity in the game world yeah. to be presented with a scenario that radically redefines their moral compass. Ooh, I like that. That To be open to the idea uh, that, uh, for me, what I usually, because I like thinking level to level, is, okay, as I progress through levels, how, am I, how is my morality changing? But I really like that idea. Is there, like, be open to the idea that you're going to go through an experience that is going to make you question things, and therefore your morality might change. Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, because alignment, I think, should be fluid. I agree. And I, and and that's my fundamental objection to the alignment system is is kind of I guess if if what they're saying is hey by alignment choose where you're starting. Mm -hmm. But then if if it's choose where you're starting but you can go anywhere, then why choose at all? Literally it'll be on display from session 1 what kind of a person you are. Yeah. Are you are you that guy in the bar who goes and pickpockets a drunk patron uh so that you don't have to pay for your own drinks? Uh, or are you that guy who, uh, that drunk patron who is about to get pickpocketed, you go like, I don't think that's the best idea, pal, and kind of show yeah. some force. That says very different things about that character in right. terms of their alignment without them making any decisions about, uh, hard decisions about their alignment at all. It's simply, okay. you know. I see what you're saying. Because uh, the way I approach alignment is it's a guide. Uh, I think I mentioned this earlier. It's a guideline. So if I'm uh, if I'm law, uh, chaotic good is more fun. Chaotic good. That doesn't mean every once in a while I might stray from that. Maybe I'll go to a, a neutral good. I might lean towards that direction. And then once that happens, I'm about to reevaluate. Am I going more in that direction? It's just right. a, it's just a check in. Like how am I be am I being true to my character, because right. hopefully your morality is not based on a whim, that your morality is based on reasons of what you're doing. So there's a reason why you are chaotic good. And you shouldn't stray from that every fucking session. Otherwise, your character is just, uh, which right. actually, that would be a fun character. Every time you sat down, you rolled a die, and like, 
Today I'm chaotic evil. Well, you could be like a schizophrenic yeah. character who, Ooh, you know, I mean, a, that'd be a one-shot character for sure, but that'd be an interesting character. Yeah, and and but I think to your point, you know, in terms of the continuity of a character, and I think character continuity is a is a major token in player investment. Yes. They need to be able to uh become invested in a certain persona. Right. Now I do think that uh, that that persona from an alignment level, from a moral level, should not be impervious to... Now, I should say, some should. You might be playing that quintessential lawful good mm -hmm. uh, paladin, and it doesn't matter how sweet that prize is in front right. of you. You won't stray from that. Yep. And that says a lot about your character. Yep. Oh, or if you're that character who's always had that for 12 levels, and then there's that thing that breaks you, and that has so much more weight because you held out for that long. Right, right. And I think if if you have predetermined that that thing can't exist yeah. by nature of a rigid alignment yes. system, then to, to some extent, the, the question is, is like, what? Why would any experience be meaningful if it's mm -hmm. not challenge? Like it should obviously combat should challenge you right. physically and from an arcane perspective, and you know in all the ways that combat challenges you, uh, exploration should challenge you in your endurance and your uh, your your creativity and your survival skills, uh, and and social obviously has its own list of of challenges. I think the all of those experiences combined should be presenting alignment challenges to characters. Now, some ch characters will be more and less challenged, but mm -hmm. the idea that that alignment shouldn't be a fundamentally fluid thing. I, I I'll say this and I, and I I'm I'll probably catch a little flack in the comments for this and I want to hear it. I really do. Um from because you know, I know that so many of the people that have uh, subscribed to this channel, and we're hugely thankful for that support. Thank you. Um, found us through our OSR video, videos, the, the uh, both of them. Um, I I would love to hear your perspective because I know that er, that modern editions uh, hold alignment in a very different regard than than older editions. But um, if you're using a more uh, rigid alignment system. I would love to hear from anyone out there. What do you love about that system? That's why Why do you consider that to be the the preferred method of playing? Um, it's like one that. of the few areas. I think I've said on this channel a bunch of times, we'll be talking about something 5th edition related, and I'll go, this is something old school got right. This mm -hmm. is something... Uh, it's one of the places I really... I, I, There's not much that I immediately go... I want to reach back into that old school bag and bring the alignment mm -hmm. uh, system back in. And I, I do have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of people who, in, even in old school, are using it in a more fluid sense. I wonder. Because, again, I really think so much about that system yeah. is is DM adjudicated. But I would love to hear in the comments, like, change my mind about that. I, I, I'd, love right. to, I'd love to have someone go, here's why it's so important, mm -hmm. and make a really compelling case. And I go, like, you know what? I, you know, I've... I, every person that drops a comment, I end up having to sit down and go, you know what? That's, Good you know, point. That, yeah. that's a, that's a great point. And that's really cool. And I re-examine my, you know, my thoughts on both systems. Right, right, right. But, um, 
I I would, and I don't want to. I'm sure there's more to say on the uh, actual core alignment uh-huh, space, yeah, yeah. but I would actually postulate that, especially if you are living in that fifth edition space where alignment has kind of fallen by the wayside, okay. as have so many other things. Right. Um, I would, I would propose an alternative system. I don't want to jump the gun. If you've got more to say on kind of the core alignment, but I would propose an alternative okay. that I think is a. Uh, Lives lives more is it is strangely a more grounded system. I think so little about fifth edition, and this is not a fifth edition thing. This right, is, right. This is this is by no means a rules as written fifth edition thing, but it's something that, in the absence of a of an alignment system, I think is really uh, something worth considering. Um, is a a a properly fleshed out reputation system. Because okay. I think fundamentally, your alignment, and and this is not to say that each player doesn't have their own thoughts on their alignment in their head. Right. Going, you know, oh shit, the the rogue has just taken a prisoner hostage. Right. It, we've got a we've got a captive, uh, you know, in our in our hands, and you might immediately go, I know there's a limit to what I'm willing to do to this person. Right. Morally speaking, right. You know. What that limit is is entire. You know, that's character to character. But maybe you go, if anyone suggests torturing this person, I will physically come between that, you know, that process and, you know, you may that may be part of your moral character. Great. So that kind of to an extent is alignment. It's still grafted into your character. Um, But the. The actions that the party take, like the party is going to begin to gain notoriety for better or for worse as they become more capable of influencing the world around them. Yeah. And I think that that notoriety should mean something. Yeah. If you guys have done things that are objectively horrible. Yes. When you come into town and people go like, Oh shit! That's the rakish rovers. Like eyes deter, you know. People, right. the the bar goes silent. That's so much more dynamic a scene as you enter a bar of like, oh shit, that's the rovers. Like we gotta, you know, like keep keep your shit together. Who, right. you know, like maybe people start clearing out. May, you know, maybe out of fear, the barkeep. You know, you could see his hand trembling. Versus you enter as the heroes who saved a nearby village. Right. Um, that you're. Your actions are the manifestation of the collective alignment. Yes, yes. And you as a character may come to be at odds with the reputation of the group. And that's a really cool space to be. Very cool space. Where you believe your moral compass is something, right? but the rest of the world believes that you, by association with this group, is right. something entirely different. And there's all sorts of room well, to... For for interesting RP in that space. Oh, a hundred percent, and it, it's real world too. I mean, if if you are roll if you are rolling with a band of thieves, but you are the the thief with a heart of gold, maybe maybe you're like, oh, you're you're whatever. Uh, we'll call him Bob. What's his Jim Bob? Jim Bob is the yeah, is the Jim Bob. Well, let's bring resident, back Jim Bob. Resident uh, extra. Oh, you're Jim Bob. You're the one nice people person yeah. out of never, the never gonna happen. Yeah, never. It, gonna. It's like, oh, you're a part of the, the 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 gang. All right, I know what this gang is known for. Right. That that's 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 real world. And it might, it might 
rack your player's alignment okay. to watch people fear you. But, but it also brings out some interesting things. Well, there's all sorts of... I mean, it's so much more interesting. But yeah, I, here, here's tension. the thing. I love that tension. Here's the thing is, is again, as with so many things, uh, reputation. Now, there is some some old school holdovers for reputation. But right. I, all I would suggest is that is that seriously consider... There are many systems out there that, that people have proposed, you know, hard and fast rule sets... If you have abandoned uh, alignment, mm-hmm. um, and like I said, I, when I say abandoned alignment, I mean your table kind of don't regard alignment with any hard and fast sense. Yeah, I still absolutely believe that most players, when they're designing their character, mm-hmm. they do so with a certain alignment in mind. They may not call it chaotic good. They may not, right. but they just go, this This is the boundary for my character. Right, which you is know. alignment. Right, yeah. Right. Um, but I think by, by as a DM assessing the actions, because as a DM, fundamentally, I'm responsible for every NPC that interacts with you. Right. Well, if you guys are part of a vicious gang, part of my responsibility is ensuring mm-hmm. NPCs react to you accordingly. Mm-hmm. If you're part of the most heroic band of heroes that has ever graced this small village. Right. My job is to make sure that NPCs react accordingly. I would temper that with the fact, too, that like something you did in some random dungeon somewhere with no witnesses carries very little weight by reputation. Mm. And that's another... There, there's some considerations there as well. So, um, yeah, what I like about that system is if you were to look at me, you would not... Just, just looking at me, you don't know mo- what my morality is, Right. The way we discover each other's morality is through I, actions. I feel like you're the kind of guy who harms small animals. <laughs> Hence, for those of you at home, if you see someone harming small animals, that's a real big warning sign that they're not good. That they 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 likely are a paladin of Bahamut. There's, <laughs> there's good good chance of that. But no, that that's that's how we discover. Like you could tell me all day long that I'm a wonderful person, right? Now, uh, because I'm a pessimistic person. I will not like, oh, oh, okay, I'll take that with a grain of salt. But if I see you putting others before yourself, I'll be like, okay, he has a selfless morality. Right. It's through actions that we define ourselves, not through words. So, but I, I love that the, 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 if you're part of a gang, which, hey, if you're a party, it's a gang. Let's just call it what it is. How many, ga- like, let's street think. Street thugs. I know, well, it depends. The uh, tunnel snakes. Good old tunnel snakes. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely killed them. But uh, <laughs> flex tunnel snakes. Yeah, I think everyone. Because I got out of the vault. Yeah, dude. No, they're, they're, they're not living. Yeah. Anyway, um, for those who got that reference, I love you. Um, but like. Drop it in the comments. Yeah, yeah, you, you can call it out. Uh, Peaky Blinders comes to mind. Uh, I'm sure there's other gangs. But Interesting. Okay, yeah. So I, I like I, do you like Peaky Blinders? Yeah. Okay, so you know who I'm well, talking about. I, I, and I certainly think. There's there's a certain edge that is that that this we're, I think we're this talking is gonna, about a negative. This is gonna work. This is gonna work well as the as the point of reference. So hopefully, we're, we're talking hopefully about. Hopefully, there's some other Peaky Blinders. Uh, yeah. If you haven't seen Peaky Blinders, it's a fantastic um, uh, look. If nothing else, for the historical after World War One, England is a very interesting point of time. Anyway, so uh, in uh, that World game, War One, a gentleman's talk- war. No, it's not, man. It, it was. It was the Gentleman's War. Let's continue. 
<laughs> no, it wasn't. Anyway, no, it, really, it, really it really wasn't. It was fucked up beyond all recognition. But um, so like the Peaky Blinders, they are all part of the same gang. But certain like you had uh, Thomas. He's the 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 not much morality really, but extremely smart. And then you have your Arthur, who is the 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 he will. <laughs> He is bloodthirsty. There's right. uh, and each one of the brothers, you know, uh, each one of the members of the brings something different. They're not all the same, right? So even, uh, but if you say you're a Peaky Blinder, there's a rep. You like you walk into a bar. I'm a Peaky Blinder. Right. There's a reputation that you there you do not fuck right. with that person. I so I love that even and but how much of that show is about the inter dynamics between the different members of the family, right? And 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 kind of how different. How differently their individual alignments yes. result in interesting interesting interactions yes. amidst a reputation. So in some regards, a reputation is more a bubble over alignment. And I right. think you don't have to dispense with the alignment system at all no. to have a reputation system. Yes. But I think because so many modern tables have, mm-hmm. I'm merely suggesting that if you're if you're gonna do away with the rep, uh, alignment, a great Replacement. Replacement yes, yes. is reputation. No, I dig because that. reputation, I really do think, is a manifestation of each character's alignment or each character's weakness to hold to their alignment. Mm. Because let's say you said, there's no way in hell we're letting this guy get tortured. I just yeah. don't stand for that. Right. And that's the direction it starts going. And you go, the rest of the party is totally on board with this. And what you know, what am I going to do? Are we going to have the- a fight where we have to sub- subdue that one person? And Ooh, but but then it's a deal where it's again like your your alignment is coming into conflict yes. with the let's say lack thereof right. of the rest of the group, and you are either going to choose to be a party to that and and carry the weight of that reputation, which is also interesting, or or not. It also opens up so many interesting reputation. So many interesting aspects for factions in your world that have nothing to do with the party. Factions they could join, factions they could want to bust up. You know, I mean, because the whispers and rumors that take place in in inns are fundamentally manifestations of reputation. I mean, it's not, oh... Oh, you know, there, there's, there's a bunch of good eggs, but there's a few bad eggs in yeah, that. Yeah, that's not that. really what they talk no, about. It's, no, it's that organization will fucking kill you yes. given the chance. Right. Oh, those guys. Oh man, they're so selfless. They're helping. You know, they're trying to feed the it homeless. Doesn't matter. That they have that up. one pickpocket. Yeah. That, that well, you matter. may come to find that that oh, you you join you, you know, you come to interact with this group and find that the leader of that group who is so selfless and benevolent mm-hmm. is is actually an evangelical asshole who's flying on a private jet every weekend you that's you know never happened. That's, that's never happened <laughs> that's so ungrounded no i'm so sick of this fantasy horseshit um no but it's 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 just the deal where i i think you can you can thoroughly dispense as far as i'm concerned again i would love to be to, tell me why i'm wrong but I think you can dispense with individual alignment. Now, yeah. this is not to say that because the pl- continuity is so important. Well, yeah, I think the the one pitfall you can find fall into is every pl- again. I can't. Again, I'm so sorry, camera. Uh, that uh, that the pitfall you can fall into, and and this is this is a very real danger, 
is the party's alignment mm-hmm. becoming homogenous by Ooh. nature of their reputation. Yes, that's and, a danger. That's and, a very real and danger. And that is where you where both where any of those systems lose mm. any meaning and texture. If if every time something is taking place at the table, mm-hmm. every party member is in complete agreement with yeah. what's transpiring. I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, yeah. it, it like literally I I I I guess I would say that probably is is ultimately getting down to individual characters alignment. And while I know I've kind of with that system, I completely think every individual should hold that alignment close. Right. They should know what they're willing to do and not willing to do. And and uh Katarina Katarina comes to mind as someone who I think so probably for the for the rovers has an alignment. Mm-hmm. But I also think her brother Victor could challenge almost every notion she has about herself. Which is, I can't wait to see that. Which, yeah. which is a really interesting, you know. I mean, and I think every character, beyond knowing your alignment, should also know the ways in which you would break that alignment. And they may be very few, or even you may believe they're non-existent. Um, damn, dude. I'm so sorry, you know, people. I, there now. I think you're allergic to alignment, just in general. I'm glad yeah. that we don't lean on it too heavily. And- <laughs> I but you are time, you sorry. are a paladin, so you're like you would be sneezing at the table all the time. Yeah. Like you're one of the most alignment centric characters in the history of Dungeons and Dragons. That's an oh god, I don't know how much time we have left. Like that's an interesting conversation. As a paladin, do I have to be the same exact alignment as my goddess? I think it depends on the goddess or god. That's true. One hundred percent. I think there are gods who. I feel like a chaotic god gives you all sorts of leniency because chaos ebbs and flows in weird ways right a lawful god knows the bounds of and that's where i think you know i think the the trope and i think to some extent it's true if you're thinking about the the prototypical paladin Mm -hmm. this lawful stupid let's call them it is what it is it's but but the thing is is i think you are relieving yourself of a bunch of the rp complexity if you've already decided, there's no way in which I will not be lawful good. Yeah. And I think for a lot of characters, especially if you're you're a divine character or religious character, um, and you really want to carve out a distinct a distinct moral compass, a distinct alignment, those are really easy places to go because all you need to do is go, what does the deity that I represent believe? Right. And now I know my boundaries. It's far more gray if you are a chaotic neutral rogue. I mean, I can't think of a more gray place to exist. Well, uh, that's an interesting conversation, which we can get to next. Neutral, neutral, like a true neutral. Uh, yeah. What do you think about that? But we get well. It says I. I don't want to interrupt here. Well, no. I. I think. I. I mean, for for part of the same reason that I'm kind of like eh, about the entire alignment system. Yeah. Is. I think when you watch players begin to gamify a system, yeah. it means they're acknowledging that there is something that doesn't feel grounded to their character, and they're going, well, this affords me chaotic neutral, true neutral. You know, This affords me all the leniency that I actually want without selecting an actual 
Mm. You know, I think for yeah. the same reason that the old yeah. trope of like I'm, uh, you know, I'm chaotic neutral as you're as you're burning a town to the ground. It's chaotic. Yeah, it's you know, it's like, uh, you know, and like I said, I think that again, that's such a riff that it's. I mean, it's so clearly yeah. not the case, but I think for the same reason, it's like just let burning a town to the ground be what it is. Mm. You you did that and what, accept it, and you are fluid. What does that mean in terms of? Your reputation, mm-hmm. and in terms of so reputation, too. reputation is external. Right, alignment is internal, and you will have to. And if you have no qualms with that, you're starting to step towards the chaotic evil. Yes, that's that. Like if if it doesn't bother you that you did that. Now I will say there's all sorts of non-evil mm-hmm. reasons you might be raising a town. Right, maybe it's a town of zombies. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's also. I mean, it. You know. You, you might feel completely, you know, I mean, if you start pushing into, like, I guess I, I, I don't want to dip my toes because I have no idea who's going to catch the reference, but if you're getting into more, like, Warhammer 40K space, there's a level of zealotry oh, yeah. that is not considered evil by any means uh, of, of, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Euthanizing, uh, you, that's that's maybe a, a calm word for so it. Ze- yeah, so the zealot, like, willing, yeah, yeah. But effectively eradicating a planet. But that being cool. But it being the most lawful and the most good thing yeah. that you could have done in the moment. That's interesting. So, so there's all sorts of, and I think you could have a character that is exactly that. But I I think that, um, I like, this is one that I, I know pretty firmly. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff as you bounce between the new yeah. school and the old school space where I go, I see value. I, I can, I can find yes. value. I really have a hard time finding value in, in a system. And I want to, I want to be specific in a rigid alignment system. Yes. I would agree a, with that. A fluid alignment system. The- I, I, I really have no value, no issue with, Yeah, but but at that point, I feel like if you've already acknowledged that that alignment is fluid, mm-hmm. it has lost all meaning other than to the individual. Right. When you realize that you are beginning to betray your what you believed to be your own moral compass, right. that should have an impact on your character in some fashion. Whether right. you go like, this feels good. I you know I thought I was someone else, but this feels fucking yeah, good. Yeah. I'm gonna burn the next thing I see. Right. Like fuck every you know like yep. you could start going down that path, or alternatively like I regret I'll never do this ever again. I'll never hurt another innocent yeah. person. Or on the other side of going like, holy shit! I didn't realize how good it was gonna feel to help someone. I didn't mm. realize that you know yeah. a character who has kind of risen up out of that evil uh, or at least less right. good space. Um, you know I so I think. I think in in terms of this entire conversation, like I said, I am more a fan of a uh, of a reputation system because I, like I think it really like speaks it. to the actions yeah. that happen every session. Yeah, because um, that's how the world recognizes you is by what you do. Right, right. I mean, I think if anyone was going to go like, that dude's evil, the next thing someone's going to go is like, what do you mean, why? What's and, his thought and process? And they'll start pointing at... Things they've done right. that support their argument, right? Not, yeah. um, you know, they're not going to go like, well, when he, when he, like, just trust me, that guy's he's got an evil mind, like, they, right. you know, like that's a that's not a very compelling argument. But I think it is kind of cool. Maybe, maybe you do have that that the uh, maybe it is the 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 do gooders, but there is that one. No doubt, and then, and then he he has his own separate reputation. Like, yeah, you want to love the we'll call them the the bungalow boys, 
The Bungalow Boys. I think you're referring to the Island Boys. Island of, Boys. Of which both are chaotic and evil. God, it saddens me to hear their music. Sorry, but we'll switch. Okay, Bungalow Boys. No, let's, let's go Island Boys. <laughs> oh, so we got geez. the Island Boys. I'm going to say it like 8 million more okay, times. Okay, let's go Bungalow Boys just <laughs> to save ourselves from that. <laughs> All right, Bungalow Boys. <laughs> But like, so you got the bungalow boys, but you have the who are, are universally help people, but there is that one. I'm just gonna say, like, if at any point there's a bungalow boys, like, how that's it doesn't get more ballin' than that. Like, how's that ballin'? Because it's the most. It's like this little quaint beachfront uh, resort-like setting, right? But naturally, on the outskirts, there's gonna be the downtrodden. Right. And watching a bungalow boy like help someone into a lounger, and like here, right. here's your here's your daiquiri, ma'am. And like they just, you know, for one day at least, right. they get to feel like they're staying at the resort. That's a that's it. I mean, you know, talk about just good hearted. Yeah, but what about the bungalow boy who uh, stealing? Yeah, he's, he, he's stealing to help people, but he's still stealing. Is he gonna? Or maybe like, he's just. Flat out an asshole, and he's like, "Here, let me help you." Well, that feet. might be a chance for the bungalow boys need to, to to take him out back and beat the shit out of him. I don't know. They don't do that kind of thing. They're. I don't you, know. I, I feel like the bungalow boys would. I mean, it's your it's your brainchild, so <laughs> I guess I'll defer to you. No, but I, I again, like like we've talked about between confirmation and subversion, right. reputations can be subverted. Yeah, you know, and and it may well be a deal where a player has every intention of joining. Uh, a, an organization that carries a certain reputation with the sole intent of subverting and changing so that reputation. Yeah. Oh, it's a corrupt thing. They're trying to make it uncorrupt or the opposite. How can I use this organization to gain power? Right. Yeah. And I think knowing, understanding that reputation carries some weight in the game yep. world, and that's entirely, uh, I mean, it's incumbent on both the players and the DM, but if the DM is not actively thinking about reputation, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it's very difficult for this to manifest at the table. So one thing, I, I, uh, last point I want yeah. to make is, so we have the, a lot of, there's a lot of beef around neutral. Neutral anything. And I agree with it. Yeah, I mean, he, here's here's my take on on neutral. And this is a really pessimistic take. So I... Yay! Uh, no, I, I... I Unfortunately, I think it bears out that most people have a really hard time having conviction. Mm. And that's, I'm talking about real world, and I think this probably carries to that when an opportunity presents itself that they have claimed they are opposed to, that but is when it comes hugely down. beneficial to them. Right. They'll jump on that train. That when that I, is extremely I, pessimistic. Yeah, but I think it bears out, and I think it's. It, I mean, to me, it's. I think it's one of the most demoralizing things. Like, I can tolerate people with bro, like vastly different viewpoints. Yeah, just stick to them. Like, don't when when the tide shifts and now there's an opportunity in front of you that completely betrays everything you say you believe in. Yeah. You just gotta like wave at that ship as it sails. Like yeah. that's you know. But I I, I and I don't like that and at all, but... no I I I mean I don't like it either. But I, I I think I think conviction is one of the and I think this this is one of the spaces where we really indulge in fantasy at the table. Mm. Is our characters are rife with conviction. 
Well, man, I think that's something we could learn from our characters. And I think as a human being, we need to be convicted. If we have strong feelings about something and we truly believe something, then we need to stand up for it. But that's a topic for another. That's uh, a hold everything. My thing with neutral, um, and uh, maybe you'll agree with this based on what you're just saying, is I think neutral should be a, 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 like the most fluid. It, it, like if I'm fluid, like uh, if I'm neutral, good. I am going one way or the other. I'm not just living in that world. I'm ex- like I'm. Oh, going the expectation toward- is you. You have not decided yet. Right. So if you're living in that world, like I don't know, I'm neutral, good, like, or neutral, neutral. Like I could do anything. You're not doing what you should be doing. Well, I think I think if you are, there's an aloofness to that. Yeah. The counterpoint I would throw out is I think the notion of a. And I'm talking about a hard-nosed, true neutral character. Okay. Um, the Harper organization comes to mind in terms of the Forgotten Realms is a character that basically goes too much of a good thing or too much of a bad thing is always to the detriment of the greater. The greater. And so a character who can say, I, you know... I can stand in opposition to. God, that's an interesting character. Well, it's but it, that's a very specific character. It is, but I mean, like, I mean, as an organization, I think the Harpers kind of embody. Now, obviously, they have a there's a reputation. There's a there's a a shadiness to that right, reputation. I, I can almost guarantee within the Harper organization there are bents. Well, I mean, if if there isn't, then then you've created a a collection of individuals that aren't actually individual. I mean, like every organization should have, but I'm That's saying the, the idea that like, I think it's a very druidic position to say that balance is what we should strive for. Not good, not evil balance. And that's the epitome of true neutral to me, like a true neutral character. That's an interesting character who, who would as easily oppose a, a lawful good god, you know, exacting their will as they would a chaotic evil one, but all for balance. So not for no one gains. It's all about okay. Evil has more power than good, so I need to stand up for good. Good has more power than evil. I need to stand up for. I evil. think that's the fun. I mean, the idea that they are the scales of the universe. I mean, I I think I I I don't know that I agree with the notion that this is a representation of nature in any way, but I think it's packaged as such. Uh, in yeah. so many cases, like this this immortal. I I, I think I think the notion. Uh, I think it's an optimistic view of nature. No, I was about to say Na- nature is brutal Na- as fuck. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> and, but but I think in the druidic sense, when you are in harmony with nature, yeah. this idea that like nature will give you everything you need to survive, but it can also take everything from you. Yeah. There's a the balance there. Yeah. Now is nature good or is it evil? Yeah. Okay. And I think that to say that nature represents something that that for any living organism is kind of a true neutral entity. It, that, there's there's a fair there's a fairness in this. And like I said, I get that it gets it gets utilized. It gets gamified. That's my problem with it. It's, yeah. It gets gamified. That's an interesting, but that's a very specific character. Yes. Uh, even then, I think you should wrestle between good and evil. You you should be moving, and 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 not randomly. You should be moving with with thought and purpose. 
Well, I think that's the whole point of playing the game. As far as I'm concerned, with, when well, we're talking in the context right. of alignment, is except every for, session... Except for chaotic fucking evil. Well, I think... I mean, I would even say chaotic evil. There's, I mean, if you're saying your character is chaotic evil... Yeah. And no experience is going to move you away from that... Yeah. Even even a small amount. Right. Then, then again, it's like, what what... You could check out for every experience that you have. Just go yeah. like, oh, a guy's walking up to me. I burn him alive. Oh, uh, I walk into a forest. I'm going to ignite it. A village, burn it. Like, or I'll save it. Or well, that's not really evil. That's yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. I I, I just think. I mean, I think that that any any one alignment. If you point at it and go, well, what about this alignment? If you just say, well, alignment, alignment. At the end of every session, right, you should ask yourself, "Has my alignment changed?" Okay, because every session, and that's not to say every session you should be engaging in experiences that will change your alignment. I was to say, be consistent. But if your character is a dynamic, fluid character, a character that is, and again, like I said, some characters much less so than others. Yeah. But to to start the game going. I guarantee three years from now, when we end this long form campaign, I'm going to have the exact same alignment. I guarantee it. You've just, you've just written off a mass of potentiality that could be really interesting. Now I'm not saying there's anything wrong with ending the game in the same alignment. No, but But no, knowing that you're going to do that is you, you, you haven't even given yourself, your character, the opportunity to consider the experiences that are before them, and and to not be challenged in those. I, again, I can't think of a single character that I found interesting that always believed the same thing and never once questioned. Yeah, like, I think I, I've always I, there's some interesting characters that believe something and questioned, but came back to the same thing. Absolutely, absolutely. In in fact, I think a lot of that questioning hardens their resolve when absolutely. they get back to it. Yeah. And I think that's a very human thing. Yeah, you know, I mean to to feel a certain way, be challenged on that and either be moved mm-hmm. or uh, be, what's the word I'm looking for? Be, uh, oh, it's hanging on the, anyways, to have your feelings on the matter confirmed yes. by the experiences. That's not the, uh, that's not the word I was yeah, looking for. But, right, right. Um, but so I think, I, I really think that uh, it's a cool way as a DM, it's just a, a sum up, uh, if if you are not implementing any sort of alignment implications, and I'm not advocating that you do, um, I think that really lives in the in the player side. Yes. To me, the DM has no business adjudicating you are or are not. The, right. the few exceptions might be a space in which you have a deity that is totally misaligned with your current actions. Yeah, I can where, see that. Where the DM again, there's no nothing written, but where the DM goes. You know, maybe you have a maybe that night you go to you take a long rest and you have a dream sequence where your deity basically goes like, uh, what are you doing, Val? Yeah, yeah. Like you better buck up and quick. Yeah. Or just go like, you know, this is the way you repay me. But let's see how well you act like that without any of my gifts. Yeah. And they wake up and they go like, Oh, yeah. You know, maybe you give them an entire level of just going like 
you know, you were a paladin, you're a fucking fighter now. Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm not talking like you get all the benefits of a fighter. You just don't have the benefits right, right, of, right, right. You don't get the third attack. You just have the second attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that a lot. Uh, you know, I mean, and like I said, some players might really go like, fuck that. I don't, a DM's never telling me I've lost my, but I would say a DM equally so should be going, you chose your deity. Right. I didn't tell you how you, you know, who you right. were going to tether yourself to for the you next. You had the choice and you knew what stipulations your deity had. Right. But I think also if they do go that path to allow them to redeem themselves is also. No doubt. But I mean, I think, I mean, if the deity's invested in them to the point that they're granting them powers, you know, like they don't want to sell their stock while it's low. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, exactly. Like they'll wait until you're doing good again before they, uh, right, right, right. Before they, they pawn you off to, uh, to another buyer. Yeah. So, yeah. And from the player's side, uh, yeah, this is, this is I like that. This is our space. This is where we get to, uh, to, to formulate ideas about our, our characters. And, but I do like it's fluid. Yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, you say after every session, you should be asking yourself, I don't know if that's uh, like, keep it consistent. Well, like I said, I, I don't think it should change every session by any means. Right. But just doing a, a cool session wrapped up right. and packing my stuff up and just go like, did anything happen this session that makes me think that differently? Might, that might be a nice thing. But yeah, yeah, as a general, keep it consistent. But like, it, this is, it's a guideline. Uh, don't be afraid to challenge it and, 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 and stray from it because there can be some really interesting things that happen. Absolutely, but yeah, I, I I like the system. Again, I don't think it's a hard and fast system, but it's 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 a fun thought experiment. Absolutely, yeah. and like I said, I think it's it's something players should hold tight to themselves, right? And you know, likely unknown for a good mm. portion of the campaign. Like what that you know what that symbol is that you're holding that you know that says everything about your moral compass, probably is only known by your party through the courses of action you suggest right. as you're as you're moving through the game world and i think that's such a, a more meaningful way of painting you know of, of telling the story of who your character is on a session by session basis you know that the 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 torture scenario that we laid out standing in the way of what might be a 1v3 you know, against three other player characters. Yeah. You know, like if if it's a deal where they are so bent on like this person has the information we need to finish this. Right, right. And that'd be yeah, you know, would nice. would your character would they would they write themselves out of the story to stand in between yeah. You know, uh, would that be uh, interesting? Not not an unmeaningful end in, yeah. when you think about it. That's I mean, actually true. Not the end most characters think about themselves succumbing to, but um, you know, but that tells so much more about all of the characters. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's true. Because the same question needs to be asked. Are you willing to hurt your friend? Are right. you willing to kill your friend for the information right. that that captive has? Right. You test your morality against other people's morality. It's yeah. interesting. And yeah. I think I think there's so I mean the the individual alignment makes for such fertile RP. Yeah. But that RP doesn't mean a lot if everyone knows that they are going to be unmoved by any of it. Right, right, right. And that kind of I think is the crux of my yeah. uh, my position. I would love to hear down in the comments uh, why I'm totally wrong. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I like the people. The you know, I mean, I I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, whether whether they're congruent with mine or not. But. Um, you know, it's it's when someone brings up a point that I hadn't considered. It's we that, all gain, we all gain. Yeah, that helps me kind of uh, reform my opinions on these yeah. things. So, um, beyond that, how do we want to take this one out? 
Uh, all right. Uh, so we talk about alignment. So let's go. Uh, let's go. You're talking about true neutral as a Harper. All right. Let's go with you are trying to convince a good king that you know what you need to to not help this town. Go. There's a little too much good going on. In a little this too town, much huh? good. Well, simply put, I would explain that um, the good that has been transpiring in this space, it's, while at face value, uh, I'm sure you've seen the relative boons, the, the, the prosperity that is stirring up here, but one must not forget that long before we were here, This place found balance of its own. The forces of destruction, the fires of the molten earth, those of life and growth, they found a balance of their own. And from that balance, we, along with everything that we know, was born and have come to thrive. And that balance is worthy of our respect. You know what? The world is yours. 